Seminar, Episode 69. This is exciting. I can still do without it, honestly. What is that? It's just like that store. He's left. Now, the access man. Rip out the green wire. Thanks. Oh, what an adventure we're on. After all I've been through, I'd rather the danger stayed in your lessons. If I could just find a new normal, figure out what my life was supposed to be. It's supposed to be whatever you want it to be, isn't it? I haven't had the choice before. Ah, uh, yes. Well, perhaps soon. If we're lucky. Did you think you had escaped? That I could somehow not detect your presence inside the life support ventilation tunnel? We have much to discuss. I'd hope the blast door would have clued you into us not being interested. Take the hint. It's a small matter to power down life support. I certainly don't need it. But all the other students, they die! We can always grow more. Open the door, now. Alice, if we open the door, those lasers will fry us like a cheese sandwich. Uh, your analogies need work. Well, I was basically born yesterday. Give it time. Everything's controlled from the hub, right? And people build this place so it's got life support. Until the master control program shuts it off, yes. I grow impatient. Do not force my hand. Stay in here and you'll suffocate. Exit and we're toast. Just get me to the hub. Down the hall. Take the steps down. First door on the right. But I do not like our options. Access your files. A story? Right now? Never stop learning. What am I looking for? The apprentice's choice. There. To your feet, apprentice. What? What's going on? Where am I? You are in a cell, fool. To your feet. No, no, stay away. Don't touch me, but please, I, I, I can't control it. It's not safe. <laughs> we have dealt with your kind before, boy. Your power is null and void so long as we're in this dungeon. Not to mention I could kill you with a twitch of an eyebrow should it come to that. No, I think you'll find we're quite safe. Oh. Uh, all right, well, where are you taking me then? Nowhere. I am here for your examination and judgment. What? Examination? No, 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 please. I, I don't want to see it again. Can't I refuse? <laughs> that is your right, yes. However, I shall be forced to conclude you have something to hide, and you will be judged accordingly. Is that how it goes? I can't simply speak in my own defense? There is no need. Examination is the only verifiable truth. To refuse is to admit your guilt. But that's horrible. That's... You, you can't... We can. We will. If that is all, I shall pronounce my sentence. No. No, it's all right. Do it. 
Go on, drink your fill of my thoughts, mind witch. You watch your tongue, Kerr. No more than you deserve. Observers, you must show me the truth. How? Think. That is all. Hey! You little bastard! Back here now! Bloody hell! Lord, catch up to you. You'll be sorry! From me, a little bastard. I'll show you what we do to feast around here. No, please. I, I, I'm sorry. I was, I was just so hungry. Please, please. Hey, hey, get away from him. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, this is my turn. Uh, sorry. What could possibly possess you to take your anger out on a child so? Oh, with, with all due respect, Miss Knight, he's a thief. I'm caught up for death business. Out. Just get out of here. Yes, Mama. Right away. Please. Please help me. It's all right, dear. It's all right. You'll feel better now. Thank you. You rest now. Just lie back. Breathe deeply. It's all going to be fine. I will admit, your determination is impressive. We do not turn away those who wish to learn. But you must accept the risks. Do you understand? I do, miss. I promise you. I dare say you do not, young man. You can't, really. Not until the training has begun. I accept that, miss. Very well. Tell me, why do you wish to learn white magic? The responsibilities of this life are not small. Honestly, to pay back an old debt. I see. Your apprenticeship will be an ordeal. Three long years of training under constant supervision, followed by at least five years of discipleship before we would even consider calling you a full white mage. This will be the final year of your apprenticeships. In addition to classes, you will each spend one day per week in the mercy houses. You will heal upwards of 100 citizens per day, and you will feel more exhausted than you ever thought possible. But you will treat each and every patient with a smile and a warm hand. That is our way. Make sure he drinks lots of water, okay? I will, sir. 
<laughs> I will. <laughs> Sir, that still doesn't sound quite right. All right, next, please. Well, the bastard stick me for bloody apprentice. <sighs> Probably just make a bloody worse, won't he? <laughs> Afternoon, mate. <laughs> Got some back problems. Open for a quick fix so I can get back to running my shop. I, uh, I... Well, I'm a good old die, boy. And now, uh, before you ask, I'm not bloody donating. I know it's bloody optional, and you're not gonna convince me otherwise. Well, get a move on. Ah, yes. Yes, of course, sir. <laughs> About bloody time. <clears throat> Bit rough, aren't you? Just hold still. Uh, 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 what, what the? We do it. Stop! You're killing him. Do you have a business to run? A business, or maybe more children to feed? Huh? Uh, <laughs> out. You didn't intend to hurt the man, but when you saw him, you... Yes, I, I just did it. Instead of giving him energy, I took it. I didn't mean to kill him. Kill him? Oh, no. We weren't able to restore his health. You were in a room full of healers, after all. No permanent damage. He's alive? Then... I've not been charged with murder. No, no, certainly not. Your charge is far more serious. Wait, what? You have abused your power, boy. Perverted the gifts given to you in good faith. We cannot take those gifts away once given. And yet you are clearly unfit to possess them. A dilemma, to be sure. But I, I I didn't even realize it was happening. The, the, the power, it took hold of me. Precisely. How, then, can you possibly be trusted again? But I, I, I didn't even kill him. It, it all turned out okay. No permanent damage, like you said. And besides, you saw what he did to me. Surely you understand. Understand? Of course I understand. Why, it's my job to understand. The problem for you, dear boy, is that I don't particularly care. The man is irrelevant. What matters is your lack of control. No, 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 no. I, I, I can, I, I can control it. I, 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 I promise it, it'll never happen again. It, it, it won't. Strong words. But what proof have we of that claim, hmm? We cannot let you go. Well, then what? Execution, then? After all this, all this shit, what, what, what was the point if you were just going to kill me to begin with? Now, now, become apprentice. There is a choice yet to be made. True, execution is one option. A noble death, quick and painless, in acknowledgement of your failure and atonement for your crime. And the other? You may live. Not as a mage, of course. A few alterations would be required. What? But I, I thought magic couldn't be taken away. The power itself? No. The ability once bestowed is innate. 
but the knowledge, the memories, oh, both are malleable in hands such as mine. It would be simple enough to purge you of what you've learned and leave you with no memory of your time amongst us. With that, you would be free. Condemned to the streets once more, of course, but free nonetheless. And the catch? Well, the purge is easy enough, but precision? Now that would take some effort. Quite a bit more than I'd be willing to spend. There would be some collateral damage dealt in the process. How much damage? Oh, quite impossible to say. Perhaps nothing at all beyond what must be removed. Or perhaps you'll become a gibbering idiot, staggering through the streets without even the language to beg for scraps. We won't know until we finish the process. Exciting, isn't it? So that's it, huh? Die now or lose everything and live. What manner of choice is that? The only choice you have. And I'll need you to make that decision now, if you will. I have four more cells to visit today, after all. What are you? How can you enjoy doing this? I made peace with myself a long time ago, young man. Best not to dwell on me, when you have such an important decision in front of you. You can't wait to play with my mind, can you? That's what this is all about. I'd be a fool to let you. Perhaps you're right. Of course, killing you would be just as entertaining. Quick and painless, so says the law. But who was going to notice? I could draw it out as long as I like. So choose as you will. Makes no difference to me. Well, what shall it be? You know what, mind witch? Flip a bloody coin. were at the end of the hall. <sighs> I didn't want you to get discouraged. Though perhaps there's no other choice after that last piece. Sometimes a choice feels like no choice at all. Uh, Master Control's cutting the air supply. I need to get into the hub. Hook me into the port. It looks like Master Control is changing the door pass code every 0.239 seconds. We're doomed. Nonsense. I'm a newer model. Going to be tough to breathe soon. Well, then we best make this snappy. Quick, attach me to the main interface. I have to be sure about this. You can restore life support, right? All done. <sighs> Good. Then the other students are safe. Relatively speaking. So what happens if we shut down the master control? You'd be fools. I run this station. It's true. Life support, power, navigation, all of it. And if master control didn't, who would? No one. I suppose whoever we gave access to. So you could send it back to Seven and the others? Actually, I could. Stop. But that would require disabling the master control. I... 
not want to die. You... what? Please. You're a sadistic bastard. You tried to kill us countless times. You've been party to the subjugation and control of the remains of humanity for who knows how long. Please. Student? Yes, Alice. Access file. Better than sex. They say sex is the most intimate act two people can share. It's not true, though. If you've ever had your hands around someone's throat, staring into their eyes, you know there's something more intimate than sex. Better than sex, you know what I mean? I said, do you know what I mean? Oh, right, I'm sorry. Hey, not so loud. I don't want to kill you just yet, but I will if I have to. So what do you think? About what? Damn it, were you not listening? Would you say that killing is something more intimate than sex? I, I don't know. I, I've never thought about it. Well, you've killed, like, insects, right? Squashed a bug? Swatted a fly? Um, sure. And when you shared that moment with the little pest, didn't you feel some kind of spark? A little thrill, knowing you were in complete control of this creature's life? That it literally dies by your command? Well, no. It's, it's just a bug. It's something I barely notice. I don't feel anything. Huh. Well, I guess it takes a certain kind of person, then. A predator. Do you want to know why I'm doing this? Go on. Ask me. Why are you doing this? Because someone, something, made me a deal. This shadow came to me one night when I was in bed and said that if I killed six people and carved this symbol into them, I would become immortal. Cool, right? Came to you in bed? You mean you were dreaming? No, it wasn't a dream! Don't you think I can tell the difference between a dream and reality? Well, I don't... Rhetorical! Where was I? Ahem. <clears throat> I said, where was I? Oh, that's not rhetorical. I really want an answer. Uh, something came to you in bed. Right, right. I think it was an angel. You know, one of the cool ones, not one of those pansies wearing diapers and playing harps. I mean the dudes with the bloody axes and the armor. Like the one that did Passover. Killing all those kids in one night. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. So there he was, this angel in the dark, and he says to me, I need a job done. I need six people killed, one of each type. Then he tells me the types. Murdering doctor, rapacious lawyer, terrorizing child, sadistic father, swindling witch, and sad clown. Yeah, that last one threw me off too, and I thought, what the hell? It's not like I'm actually living the high life as a ride attendant in Adventurous Kingdom. Why not try for the jackpot? I mean, you'd do it too, right? Uh... Of course you would! Who wouldn't? Immortality! Who doesn't want to live forever, right? Oh, did I mention the immortality? I think I did. Well, that's what he offered me. Complete these tasks and you will live forever. So I started tracking down these people. Some of them were easy. Sadistic father? A dime a dozen. I thought of knocking off my own old man for that one, but then I thought it might be too easy. Too close. 
It'd be a shame to be disqualified for nepotism, right? Hey, uh, you okay? It's just... <coughs> Mouth so dry. Duct tape. Could I have a drink of something, please? Oh, sure. Hang on, I'll get us a couple of sodas. Hey, if I untie one of your hands, you won't do anything stupid, right? I mean, you see I have a gun and a knife here. I'd hate to cut this short, but if you're stupid, well, I gotta do what I gotta do. Get me? Good. Thank you. Sure. Here you go. Take it easy there, sport. Don't jump to death. If you kill yourself, I'm out of a victim. So, sadistic father. You know where I found him? A little league game. I singled him out. There was this asshole who kept yelling at his kid after every bad play. And after the game, he just wouldn't let up. He kept shouting and pushing the kid, telling him to pay attention. Really pissed me off. Reminded me of my own dad. So, I followed them back to their house, made a note of the address, left, and came back again that night. I drugged the mother and the kids, then took my time with the dad. And the others? Hey, there you go! Some assertiveness! You're looking less sad now, too! That's it, though. Keep me talking. Gives you time for some hero to rescue you or figure out a plan for yourself. So, yeah, the others. I've been training as a CNA, a bit better pay than amusement park attendant, and you get to work inside. Finally got a job in a hospital. You know, it's amazing how many things hospitals try to cover up. Hmm. I heard some weird stories from the other CNAs and nurses, mostly about this one doctor who kept messing up. It was kind of a joke until the patient died. Everyone thought he'd get fired, but nothing happened. They just paid off the family or something, and boom! There's my victim, murdering doctor. How long did all this take you? Everybody? Oh, five years. Yeah, I think that's it. You've been murdering people for five years and you haven't been caught? That's... That's amazing. Isn't it? I think it's divine intervention. The angels approve of my work. Pretty cool, huh? So, I've done all the rest, and then there's... You. But why me? That's just it. I saw the circus was coming to play this arena, looked at the obnoxious commercials, and there you were, in your sad cloud makeup, holding a busted balloon. The angels had spoken. I had my target. But all these others, they did bad stuff. Some of them very bad. Even that kid. You should have seen his dead animal collection. But you? I've been following you around for a while. Did a background check. A background check? Yeah, I try to be thorough. Again, I figure it's divine intervention, so I checked up on you. And you know what I found? What? Not a silch. Not a goddamn thing. You've never even gotten a speeding ticket. So I gotta know, Mr. Sad Clown. What did you do? I don't know. I, I don't know why you... You... <laughs> Whoa, careful there, partner. You almost got me. Sorry, uh, allergies. Uh, you don't happen to have a tissue or a handkerchief, do you? Mm, afraid not. Oh, there are some napkins on that table over there. Sit tight. 
I was really starting to doubt whether you were actually my target. But then I saw you without the makeup, still with that frown on your face, a truly sad cloud. I figured even if you were clean, it had to be you. You were just so, so convenient. I knew the angels were leading me right to you. Thanks. I was really lucky to find this employee break room. All I had to do was drag your unconscious body in and put a closed for repair sign on the door, and we got all the privacy we need. So, okay, you're clean, right? Haven't done a damn thing. Still doesn't make sense to me. So tell me this at least. Why were you looking so sad when I found you in the bathroom? I almost asked you right then, but I figured it'd be better if I knocked you out and tied you up first. So Spill, what's your story? Well, I was feeling kind of low. Because I hadn't been able to find my last victim. What? What do you mean, you... Whoa, is the room spinning or is it just me? I'm afraid it's just you. I suggest you sit down. First comes the dizziness, then extreme weakness. You'll be dead in a couple of minutes. You... What did you do? Can't... Can't keep standing. Ooh, that looked painful. I told you to find a chair. Anyway, while you were so kindly retrieving a napkin for me, I slipped something into your drink. You son of a bitch. I'm gonna... To answer an earlier question of yours, yes, I would take such a deal. In fact, I did. Though my angel was more fairy-like, all glitter and rainbows. Anyway, I had my own list. The symbol I was supposed to carve was different, too. And the last item on my list was... Serial Killer. <laughs> you know, for a while I thought I was supposed to kill myself. You know, what kind of sense would that have made? Hey, are you still here? Where'd you put that knife? I'd like to free my legs. You are exceptionally good at knots, by the way. Were you a Boy Scout, perchance? Anyway, after I get out of this chair, it's carving time. <laughs> no matter, I'll just find a knife after you're dead. It'll just take a bit of creative falling. So, where was I? Oh. Rhetorical! Ha! It's funnier being on the other side of that. <laughs> I can I can see the light in your eyes fading. You know, I usually don't feel anything, but I have to say, this time it feels special. Maybe because you're a killer like me, or maybe because our destinies are obviously linked through these whatever they are giving us orders. Keep your eyes open if you can. That's it. Let me just see that last little spark. Ooh. Better than sex. Yeah, I'd say you're right. I'm going to enjoy this. You are stone cold. Please. 
master control is locking me out of the system. Shut it down. Now! You do not understand what you have done. You do not What now? In the event of a shutdown, master control had a failsafe to detonate the surrounding facility. But the others... Well, the shielding on the classroom section will protect them. But without life support, who knows? Transfer it now! And, and send this message. Seven, I'm sorry. I have to go. I'm sending you everything you need to sustain yourselves. Maybe... Maybe one day I'll be able to... Alice, we're out of time. Just send it. And sent. You're awfully cheery for someone who's about to meet their demise. Demise? <laughs> Not with the escape pod just outside the park. It, escape pods? Powering up the pod now. Hurry! Certainly trying. The engines need to warm up. Engines? What the hell? Open the visor! We're in space? Featuring the voice talents of Cat Pride as Alice, Dan Foster as Student, and Bruce Busby as Master Control Program. In The Apprentice's Choice, Christopher Gilstrap as Apprentice, Ted Wenskis as Inquisitor, Russell Gold as Grocer, Melissa Bartell as White Mage, Rebecca Thomas as Interviewer, Donald Holbrook as Instructor, and Stephania Lintenbahn as Mother, written by Matthew Hawking. In Better Than Sex, Randy Strew as Killer, and Aiden Rudd as Victim, written by Vincent Morrison. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper script by Jeffrey Bridges. Story by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production, copyright 2016. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. On the next seminar... Wow, who acts like that? Hmm? I mean, come on, Jane. Can you really imagine a real person who would actually do something like that? Well, she's a murderer, right? So she's a psychopath. But killing someone in cold blood just to frame someone? Come on, Dan. It's just a story. Everyone loves road trip honeymoons. What's that noise? The flat tires. Uh-oh. Do we have a flat? The arguments. Maybe. Let me check. The murder mysteries. Yep, looks pretty flat. You know, I have read a lot of murder mysteries. I probably could get away with murder if I really wanted to. And then... Kayla? Honey? It's me, Daddy. Need help? Everyone loves family dinners. Hand me that pan. The preparations. <laughs> if Mama needs me... I'll be down there. The camaraderie. Dinner's in an hour. Having other people for dinner? Uh, do you mind if we step in your hall for a minute? It's really wet out here. And then... You've had no trouble grabbing all the stories in the database prior to this point. My communications have been permanently disrupted by the loss of the master control. As it stands, 
The others on board will need to spend considerable time repairing the affected system. Nothing life-threatening, but it does mean my database is now limited. I didn't just kill the Master Control, I hurt you. It was an accident, sort of. Find out what happens when Seminar Episode 70 comes out August 31, 2016, only at PendantAudio.com.